She Breaks Free and She Believes podcast. She has a past and a story. She's been through a lot and has a lot to say. She is tired of being in a cage. She notices the doors open and is finally ready to break free. Join me, Karina Garcia, as I share the different things that may hold you captive to an enslaved mindset, where you were really never meant to stay and you were really never meant to have. Life is hard. Choices do have consequences, both good and bad, but love is real and it's true. Jesus Christ always provides a way out. Hola, and welcome to She Breaks Free and She Believes podcast. I'm your host, Karina Garcia. I have a few questions for you today. Do you ever act in an intimidating manner? Are you misleading? Have you ever made anyone nervous? You may have said yes to some of these, but the real question is, have you ever done any of these to try to take advantage or to try to take control over someone? In today's episode, we will look at the reality of these situations and how often we genuinely do them without even knowing. Sometimes we must break free from what is known as psyching out. So psyching out, what's that even mean? According to dictionary.com, the definition for psych out is an actor instance of seeking to intimidate, make nervous, mislead, etc. in order to gain an advantage. Now, the example it gives refers to trash talking to make a competitor nervous, but have you ever wondered how many times you psych yourself out? Do you do it to make yourself nervous? Probably not. You more than likely don't even realize you're doing it. For example, have you ever psyched yourself out from working out? Mm. Um, whether that means using your gym membership that's only served to help the gym increase its member numbers, not necessarily those in attendance or using the very expensive equipment that they have, or maybe pushing play on your device while pedaling, rowing, jogging, walking, etc. in the comfort of your home. You see, I know that there have been many times where I psych myself out of working out. I find justified reasons. You know, like the kids need to be dropped off at school, so I can't do it in the morning, or I have meetings to attend to, and I can't reschedule those, or I'm busy, I'm tired, I had a very long week, a long day, I just ate and I'm so full. I'm gonna go to bed early today because you know I, I'm I'm sleepy and I'm just I haven't been sleeping well, or you know what? I deserve it. I'm gonna sleep in. Oh my gosh, yeah, that one specifically. I think you get it, but you see, when I was thinking about why I don't work out, it dawned on me that besides the obvious of busyness, I find ways to unintentionally mislead myself into believing I'm good at and I don't need it. Wow, I just heard myself. I mislead myself. How? Why? If I really think about it, the, the times I've decided to work out, not only do I feel better physically and mentally, but I ask myself each time I do, Why did I wait so long to do this? Then I tell myself, I can't wait this long to do it again. I'm so pumped, I feel excited. I believe that nothing can get in my way. Yeah, I may be red in the face and all sweaty, because you know, you sweat sometimes. Me, not so much. I turn super bright red in the face. I start to get a little swollen. I think I need to help my pores out a little bit. Or maybe I'm just exhausted and sore in areas that I never knew could hurt. But still, if I think about it, I did that. I accomplished something. I chose to do something good for myself and in return, if I'm good, then my family sees that and we're good. 
Something good came from choosing to not psych myself out from working out. I still need to work on this though because, you know, it's not that easy. It's easier said than done sometimes, but it's a work in progress. And I need to find a way to psych myself back in. Is that even a thing? I don't know, but hey, it's worth a try. You know, or maybe, have you ever psyched yourself out from attending an event that would be beneficial for you in the long run? Maybe a networking event where you can connect with people that you're able to serve or a church service when you can connect with people that are searching for what you are and and know that the only place to find it is by being a part of the body of Christ where you'll be forced to talk to people and maybe start with small talk and possibly have actual conversations with strangers. Why does that sound so foreign? Why is it that we're so proud to use our introvert ID card in those moments? Or maybe it's because of past situations we've been through where we opened up to people, we built trust, and somehow they used what we shared with them in confidence against us, or either to our face or behind our back hurt us. Yeah, that hurts. For me personally, the introvert ID card was laminated, for sure. And I almost used it as a rewards card that would get punched by me for not going out in the world. I was better off at home, or so I thought, or only surrounded by the people I knew. I mean, I would think, what's the point of meeting new people again and telling people who I am again and trying to convince them to give me the time of day again when I felt like I had enough people in my life at this point? I mean, why would I need such an extensive Rolodex? Yes, I'm in my 40s. It's okay. You'll be fine. Why did it matter to put myself out there? Until I did. I remember my sister and I attended an event years ago when we were both volunteers with the American Cancer Society and leading their Relay for Life event in our area. In order to get the word out and let others know about the event, we had to network. And meeting strangers was not something that we were looking forward to. At least I know I wasn't. It was weird to get out there. I don't know if it was weird for me because of the thought of strangers or for the fear of running into people from my past maybe. Not that I had anything I felt I owed or did, but we were really never exposed to networking growing up. What I remember the most about that day that my sister and I attended the event was when we got in the car, we smiled and said that was fun. We should do it more often, why don't we? We looked at each other as we were putting on our seatbelts and we realized. Again, this was something we weren't really raised in. I mean, if you think about it for us, networking meant you spend one day at grandma's from dad and the next day at grandma's from mom. And that was it. You saw your cousins, you saw your aunts and uncles, maybe a friend of theirs dropped by. That's what I knew to be networking. Being around people that I knew that I was comfortable with, nothing else. So we didn't really understand the term, but what thing we did agree in was that it was a good thing. We met good people. We were able to get out there and talk to others, smile, laugh at times. We found common ground. We realized how many other people were so passionate about advocating for cancer awareness or maybe wanting to do something to honor a loved one that they had lost to cancer like we had with our dad. It was very eye-opening. Now, don't even get me started on church. Like you've heard in episode one, for me, church was not anything I felt I needed. And my introvert ID card was more like a passport for church. There needed to be a special occasion for me to go and use it. Until, like you know if you've been with me since this podcast started, it all changed when I found my home church. It all changed when I found what I had been looking for without even knowing it for so long. Jesus and his love for me. So again, 
Something good came from no longer psyching myself out of the need to connect with other people I didn't know. Or maybe you find yourself psyching yourself out from trusting God with your life because you think he doesn't hear your prayers. Because if he did, then maybe your life would look different. I don't know your circumstances or situation. I definitely don't know the storms you have had to go through or maybe might still be in. But I do know that God isn't a genie. Now hear me out. If his word says that he is for you and not against you, why would you psych yourself out to believe otherwise? Because you've been praying and believing and doing all the things and you see no results? Or maybe because you see some results but not necessarily in the way or the time you'd want to? I am by no means anyone to judge anyone. I know that for me, I've learned that regardless of where I've been in my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, the unfair, the unnecessary, the difficult, all the things. He has been with me even before I knew him. Even when all I knew of him was, thank God for your meal. We'll see you tomorrow. Si Dios quiere means if God wants to. That's all I knew. But in looking back in my life and reflecting, he's been with me in every situation. That night when I was covered in my blanket and crying and scared, not knowing what would happen next after what had just happened, he was there. No, he couldn't change what happened. No, he didn't stop what happened. But he embraced me. He gave me hope. He allowed me to feel that even through my fear and my worry, somehow I was going to be okay. Or through situations after that day where I had doubt or I had questions or I wondered if things would change or if things would get better and they didn't but somehow I was still okay or when many years later I made a decision and got married at a dumb young age and then realized I Thought I was being free from having to be stuck at home and finally be able to be out and have fun with my friends. Just to slowly realize I went into something worse. I know I might be exaggerating, but I think to me that was a hell on earth. But even through that, even through those, through those hard moments, even through the days where it got really hard, even through the days where I wondered what I was doing, why I was there, why I just didn't go back home. Even through those moments, he was with me. And then even harder times after that, he was with me and he's been with me and he's been for me and he hasn't changed who he is just because the, the storms get darker and the clouds are so gloomy and I still see the light. I can look through the darkest of clouds trying to cover my path and still see him because that's who he is. He is faithful to his word. He is faithful to his love. He is a faithful God because he is God. And he hasn't changed. He still answers prayers. He still remains steadfast. His love is still for you. God takes everything that the enemy means for evil and he turns it for good. That's not just a cliche. That's not just words in a song. That's not just words in a book. That is truth. 
Now, it may not look like you'd expect it to or you'd prefer it, but he doesn't stop loving you or being there for you because of your pain or your situation. I asked a few ladies a question and I want to share the responses with you. The question I asked was this, what is one answered prayer you are most grateful for? And these are two examples of, to me, God's love, his faithfulness, his mercy, his grace, and all the things that he is. The first one said, my last pregnancy brought me out of the darkest, most drunkest part of my life after our second son dying. I was told I'd never be pregnant again or be able to give birth. He was born five years to the day our son died. It was the greatest growth of this girl's life ever. Now, she could have chosen to say, I've lost a child. They told me I'm never gonna get pregnant again, so I'm not gonna believe anymore. And maybe she did. Maybe she had moments that between her and God, only they know. But she chose to share the most grateful prayer he answered was her son. Her son that came after she was told that she would never have another child. Her son that came after she suffered an immense loss of a child. Her son that brought her joy, that brought her hope, that brought her a reason to not only keep fighting and living for him, but to understand that this life is worth living and living it well because God is who he says he is. This was the other answer. Healing in my marriage. For years, my husband battled jealousy, jealousy which fueled anger. We were living the fairy tale life full of love, laughter, serving in church, all the things 99% of the time, but every now and then it was hell on the inside. God took what the enemy meant to destroy us and healed my husband. Sin is not one-sided. It affects all around you. And she quoted scripture. So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. That's found in John 8 verse 36. We now walk in freedom of healing and help marriage discover all that God has for them. Again, she could have made the decision to say, man, my marriage is horrible. My husband doesn't understand. We're doing all of that right things on paper, but deep inside we're dying and we're stuck. God doesn't see us. God doesn't love us. God is not for us. And again, I don't know. I'm not part of her life deeply to know the conversations that she had with God, but she chose to share this as her one answer prayer that she's most grateful for. And now not only is her marriage restored, but they're both helping other marriages find restoration and hope. God is good and he remains good. It's time to break free from psyching yourself out from what you already know you can do. Break free from psyching yourself out from what you already know God will do. Believe again in yourself. Once you believe again in God and how much he cares and loves you. See the good in your life and the good that you bring this world when you live it according to what God has already spoken over you. Break free from psyching yourself out and allowing the enemy to sneak into your thoughts and manipulate your ability to believe in God because of whatever lie he tries to use. Live your life in joy and trusting that God is who he says he is and loves you so dearly. It's your choice. Are you ready? Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of She Breaks Free and She Believes podcast. I truly hope that you're able to begin to break free from lies, misconceptions, doubt, unbelief, and anything else that keeps you from living this one life to the fullest according to what God has placed in your heart and woven you in your mother's womb to do. I pray that his love abides in you and that you never forget that his joy is your strength and that you have purpose and are here with intention. Subscribe to stay updated with the latest episodes. And if you want to connect further with me, 
head to connect forward slash Karina Garcia. That's K-O-N-E-C-T dot T-O forward slash K-A-R-I-N-A-G-A-R-C-I-A. God bless you.